Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We were just talking about reparations. Did, do, did I dream this, or did you find out recently that you have slaveholders in your past? Yes. Yeah, I did. Okay. Uh, and also Lincoln's Secretary of War, who brought down the Confederacy. So I'm very conflicted. Stanton? Yeah, Edwin Stanton. I don't know if I'm coming or going. Yeah. Um, Allegedly, one of my forebears was the first guy to sign the first uh, article of Confederate, of uh, secession in uh, South Carolina. We don't in my family, we don't have any for, for, for whatever reasons, we don't have any ability to go back very far. And know anything. So I don't have any idea. Yeah, one of my uh, like second cousins is crazy into the genealogy thing um, and has is, is really dug into it and has all sorts of good stuff. And, and I'm, I'm enjoying looking into it. Although, you know, uh, I, the, the way I illustrate the whole I'm responsible for their sins thing is I don't feel I'm any res- more responsible for my great-great-great-great-grandfather's sins than he is of mine. If somebody told him, hey, your great-great-great-great-great-grandson is going to be a mouthy wise-ass, he'd say, okay, <laughs> what is, I got I got these fields to plow. So if your mom or dad was this or that, I can understand why you... um. Not just take pride in, but actually feel like that reflects upon you because you have some of their they they were they raised you. You have their direct genetics. Does that make sense? Like if your dad yeah. was a successful this, your mom was a successful that, or whether it's athlete or business person or great singer or whatever. But how far back do you take that before it's just ridiculous to to assign anything at all? Good or bad? Not very far, I wouldn't think. No, I don't get any credit for anything anybody did in the 1800s, 1700s. Whatever. Or blame. Nor blame, yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's a novelty. It's a conversation piece. That's all it is. At least, you know, that's the way I see it. And it's a little questionable even with your parents. I mean, you know, cause there's all kinds of examples of, well, look at Joe Biden and Hunter Biden, for instance. Um, Both crooks. I don't see your ooh, point. Wow, oh, Joe Getty. Mm-hmm. Sure, depression. <laughs> Strong denial there from the old man. Well, yeah, that and there there are so many examples of uh, great kids of notorious people or vice versa. Um, and, you know, my three kids are so different from each other. Oh, and I yeah. Hope, I don't hate they. I hope they don't feel any sort of weird. No, that's the best example right there. That's the Thomas Sowell ar- argument that how are you going to craft a society where you get equality when you can't get equality in your own home? Had a big meeting with uh, equality of, of outcomes specifically. Equality of outcomes, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, had a big meeting with one of my kids' teachers yesterday, and we're just discussing that the differences between him and his brother. I mean, just completely different mm-hmm. skill set. Whether it's um, you know mathematics, science, temperament, just all kinds of different things. Completely different. Yet, if you you know you give them a skin color or a gender, and they end up with different outcomes. Well, it's clearly the system. Well, it's considered proof in in some of the major intellectual circles in America. That's considered proof of racism. That's uh, right. If 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 uh, you know, I'll use my kids. If Declan was black and and Delaney was white, and their outcomes were different, that would just be seen as you know proof. I suppose the f- a fair way to be look at it would be if you're looking at it as a whole. Uh, you know, millions and millions of black people make X dollars less than white, and it's not just two individuals. So. Sure. Although there's plenty of individuals who use that example. Anyway, that's enough of that. Breaking Neil Young news that we'll get to in just a second. 
Is that During sh- the commercials, you told me you had breaking Kid Rock news. Oh, what are also, TMZ? Also have breaking Kid Rock news. Okay. Both of them are political. They're not music related. That's huh. because that's the world we live in, right? Now, if you hear about Neil Young and Kid Rock, it's probably something to do with politics. And How it odd. Is. And yeah. it is. Well, usually by this time of the week, I'm exhausted and embittered, but this is actually going to be a really good hour. A lot of good stuff to get to. But first, let's uh, pause and take a fond look back at the week that was. It's Cow Clips of the Week. Los Angeles crumbling. There's too much boobs and penises in modern art. Now what are you going to do about it? You can't prosecute your way out of this desperation. (laughs) People are depressed. They are lonely. That is why we need to end it more than any inconvenience that it's been to the rest of us. I think... Do you think inflation is a political liability ahead of the midterm? What a stupid son of a bitch. It's nothing personal, pal. I think the president's right. You are a stupid (laughs) SAP. Yeah, my mom always said bad words are a sign of a limited vocabulary. She says, I think it's a sign of a frustrated president. 45th president of the United States. 45th and 47th. 47th. Yes. Yes. Beijing isn't only fighting the virus, but pollution, too. The IOC deserves all of the disdain and disgust that comes their way. Today, David Ortiz becomes the fourth Dominican-born member of the National Baseball Hall of Fame. How in the blank do you have a Hall of Fame without Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens? And it is... Uh, you know, I just can't sleep unless I know what group through what ball through what apparatus. <laughs> I'll make $10,000 less than white people with the same skills. Are you encouraging people well, to sure, be lazy? So, um, so I think laziness is um, a virtue. I mean, I personally uh, work. I have I have like a 20, 25 hour work weeks, which I think is fairly good. Show me, smart guy. You invented it. You designed it. You show me how you get toilet paper to roll out of that thing. And I hate you. The threat to Ukraine is real. Germany, unlike other Western allies, is not allowing weapons to be shipped to Ukraine. Yeah, Germany's intransigence on this, Joe, is rankling other European countries and other allies. So you just heard a little from Child Rock there, the We the People song. If you haven't listened to the whole thing, it's awesome. But Kid Rock just announced that he will not book shows in cities that have COVID-19 restrictions, and he will cancel if any venue tries to enforce protocols. You'll be getting your money back because I won't be showing up, Kid Rock announced. Okay. Hmm. So uh, an older rocker who was protesting back when Joe Biden was a mere 30-year-old, Neil Young, Announced earlier I believe this... he picketed the inauguration of McKinley. Uh, Neil Young uh, said that he doesn't want to be on Spotify. He doesn't want his music on Spotify if they're going to play Joe Rogan's podcast. 
Because he says Joe Rogan, the podcaster, is spreading misinformation about COVID. It's either him or me. So Spotify um, so said they, him. <laughs> said him. Went with Joe Rogan. And, uh, and Neil Young's no longer on Spotify. Um, and now Apple Music is trolling Spotify by boosting Neil Young's music, saying, we love Neil. I don't, I don't know what boosting his music means. But it, probably putting it on the landing page and such. I don't know. All right. So okay. some blue check mark uh, tweeted out, a major music service picking Joe Rogan over Neil Young is everything Neil Young has been warning us about for 50 years. Shut up. Tim Sandifer, <laughs> Tim Sandifer retweeted a response to that that said, Neil Young demanding corporate censorship of unpopular ideas is everything Neil Young has been warning us about for 50 years. Oh, touche. Oh! Scores. Direct headshot. Neil Young looks like your grandma at this point for some reason. I don't know why. Some old, I know what my grandma looks like. Some old guys go that direction. They go the direction of looking like an old woman. And some old women look like old men, I guess, if you think about it. gender bending geriatric nightmare is what it is (laughs) Um, so what happened on a phone call yesterday between joe biden and president Zelensky of ukraine cnn had one report both the biden white house and the ukrainian what color house is the the, the president (laughs) of it i don't know i've never been there are disputing cnn's account it's pretty interesting stay tuned for that The Armstrong and Getty Show. We are not living in a world of angels. If the Americans are not able to be respected in Ukraine, the next step might be Taiwan, might be somewhere else. And the whole world map will be changed. We will live in another world, dominated by the Chinese, dominated by the Russian. If this what the American voters want. If we want peace, we have to accept the Cold War. Bernard-Henri Lévy, who used to be on uh, Charlie Rose all the time, and I used to see him. He's like a philosopher, thinker, writer over there in France. We oui. Saying we do not live in a world of angels, and the world map is going to change a lot if we allow... Russia to take Ukraine. That's his view of things. Well, and he's calling specifically for the U.S. to rise up and defend Ukraine. He's seen the the death, the horror over there. He says, you've got to do something. Well, I'm not sure. And he's an old Frenchman who, uh, you know, they're a lot closer to uh, a recent past of having a country roll in and take take you over for a while. So our president who's ancient, uh, was on the phone with the president of Ukraine yesterday. And how that phone call went is a little confusing. Jake Tapper mentioned that on CNN yesterday. A senior Ukrainian official tells CNN that today's phone call between President Biden and Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky, quote, did not go well. Our source tells CNN that the two disagreed about the immediacy of the threat of a Russian attack on Ukraine. Matthew Chance, who is a reporter on this story on CNN, said this. He warned the Ukrainian uh, leader that the capital, Kiev, this city here, uh, could be sacked. And that, that's, that's the word he apparently used, according to this uh, Ukrainian official, sacked by Russian forces, who he said may attempt to occupy it. And he went on to say. 
Let, let me just get this, this line out, quite impactful, if you forgive me. Uh, President Biden telling his counterpart that Ukraine should prepare for impact. So quite a stark warning there from the U.S. leader. So uh, the White House, shortly after that CNN report, came out and said that is not how the phone call went. And uh, and then there was some story I didn't quite grasp who was pushing that, that um, somebody's trying to damage the White House by anonymous leaks to CNN. I mean, they somebody started a whole f- fog of information campaign around that. And then the um, president of Ukraine came out and said that's not the way the phone call went. Richard Engel reporting on that. President Zelensky has told his people there's no unusual risk and blamed the United States for stirring panic. It's left many Ukrainians not knowing what to do. There are no public orders for drilling, no mass call-ups of reserves, no tests of emergency response systems, just life as normal. It seems there will be no military invasion, says Marina. I believe this. I want to believe this. Yeah, I saw more man-on-the-street interviews there in Kiev, in which they talked to a married couple and said, are you worried? And the, the husband looked at his wife and said, I'm not worried. And she said, I'm not worried either. And I thought while I was watching that, why do I seem to be more worried about it hmm. than they are? And as you just heard there, so they've had no, like, uh, air raid siren drills or calling up troops or none of the things you'd think you'd do if you got 120,000 Russians on your border. Well, you got, yeah, 120, 130,000, whatever it is, hostiles surrounding you on your border. And Zelensky says there's no heightened uh, risk here. So is there, That's interesting. Is there some politics behind that? Well, Richard Engel of NBC News goes on with that. Some Ukrainians accuse President Zelensky of publicly urging calm to bolster his own support as he's challenged politically by Ukraine's former president and ex-champion boxer, now Kiev mayor, Vitaly Klitschko. It's not an option to relax and stay calm. Things could explode at any minute, says Alexander Vizirov, an army veteran. But ignore it or not, the threat U.S. and NATO officials say is real and mounting. Secretary of War Rocky Balboa vows a rematch with Russia. I don't. Klitschko, really? I didn't know he was involved. So. We were surprised in our country that we played politics with something as serious as a pandemic. They're playing politics, apparently, with an invasion that's almost guaranteed to happen. No, it's not. No, it's not, says the president. There's no heightened risk here. What are you talking about? What troops? <laughs> what the hell's going on there? I haven't heard this one uh, on whether or not Zelensky is underestimating Russia. One other question, if I may. If you're wrong... You wouldn't be the first Ukrainian president to underestimate Russia. Have you thought about that prospect? We understand clearly and precisely what's happening. If it happens, it will be an open war, a horrible war. We understand these risks, all of them. I'm just, uh, I'm just doing what I should be doing as the president of Ukraine. Yeah, keeping in mind that the president of Ukraine, his training for this difficult situation is he he pretended to be the president on a popular YouTube show hmm. and ran kind of as a joke and got elected president. Then all of a sudden ended up in the middle of an impeachment of the United States president and now maybe the end of the country. 
being invaded by Russia, which, you know, he's not exactly uh, got a background that would prepare you for this. Be like if you threw me into that situation. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I don't know if anybody's background com- prepares you for being invaded by a, a giant hostile power, but yeah, wow, what craziness. So what do you think happened? Do you think Biden actually said in his old man rambling, he says the quiet part out loud way, hey, your capital's about to get sacked, Jack, and no joke. I think it's going to happen any minute. Prepare I think for impact, m- m- malarkey, or what? what, what? <laughs> Corn pop. I think I think it's entirely Come possible. On. Yes, he said something wildly inappropriate, nutty that the White House immediately walked back. I think it's possible that the CNN's reporting bunk. Uh, I just I, I'm so flabbergasted by that report. I don't know what to make of it. Zelensky's saying, "What? What? What invasion? Please stop it." I could, uh, well, first of all, we saw the president of the United States say something he definitely shouldn't have said out loud at a press conference with all the cameras on him. So him saying something he shouldn't say in a private phone call is not hard to imagine. But he could have been trying to say to Zelensky, who's apparently downplaying this, dude, your capital's about to be sacked. What the hell? Maybe. I don't get why Zelensky would be downplaying it. Because his uh, political opponent is up playing it, I guess. The old boxer. I don't know. Prepare for impact, Jack. Armstrong and Getty. is set to begin selling a new item consisting of a chicken sandwich, Big Mac, and filet of fish all in one bun called Land, Air, and Sea, as opposed to its original name, Bathroom Hospital Cemetery. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. We have breaking presidential pet news. Oh, boy. President Joe Biden and First Lady Jill Biden have added a cat to their family. The cat's name is Willow. Well, they're they're having a cat age. They're sitting around with a cat on their shawl age, staring out the window. Uh, the cat's name is Willow, and she's a two-year-old green-eyed gray and white cat from a Pennsylvania farm. So they're great. <laughs> great. <laughs> Not a joke. <laughs> God, if I was president, I'd go crazy with the pets because you got somebody to take care of them all. That'd be the best opportunity to have pets ever. Ever. Somebody else has to train them. Somebody has to clean up anything that they do. Is that how that works? I don't think you're responsible for any of that. I mean, like, is there a White House butler that has to pick up your dog's well, there's, poo there's or something? There's gotta be, doesn't there? I don't know. We found out like last year, a few years ago, that the first family buys the groceries. They buy their own groceries. You'd think there you know, be a food allowance. And the whole, you can call the kitchen any time of night and order up a little lobster thermidor or whatever, but you pay for it. So you can do that, but it's all, oh, boy, I could damage, I could do damage on that. It'd be like when people go on cruises, and uh, you know everything's included but the drinks, and you get the bill at the end, and you realize how much you spent. I'd be like that coming out of my first term, because I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't make the second term. Um, coming out of the first term, how much did I spend? Oh, God, I got in the habit of 2 o'clock in the morning. I think, man, lobster sounds good, doesn't it? Or, you know, you just call down and order pepperoni pizza over and over again until the, the chef is like, 
Mr. President, no offense. I studied at the Sorbonne. I, I have, have, have been the chef of the greatest houses of Europe. And blah, blah. Yeah, that's nice. Congrats there. Uh, can you get me that pepperoni pizza we I were want, talking about? I want about? a Papa John's pizza is what I want. Oh, Lord, that's a child's pizza. Anyway. <laughs> I'm not a cat. What a stupid son of a bitch. <laughs> Michael, that, was, that was a bit of a stretch even for you. I know. So Stephen Breyer, the ancient uh, Supreme Court justice, uh, retired, uh, officially announced that he was going to retire yesterday. And he uh, he said a few words, as people are wont to do on this sort of occasion. But uh, interestingly enough, he did not talk about his career, uh, about uh, you know what it was like to be on the Supreme Court. As I said earlier, he didn't thank his agent or his mom. Um, he talked about the Constitution. He talked about the country. And uh, this is an edited version of his remarks as he, you know, went on for a while. Um, but uh, thought you might enjoy it. Some some good thoughts here. People have come to accept this Constitution, and they've come to accept the importance of a rule of law. Of course, people don't agree. But we have a country that is based on human rights, democracy, and so forth. But I'll tell you what Lincoln thought, what Washington thought, and what people today still think. It's an experiment. Four score and seven years ago, our fathers brought up, uh, created upon this uh, uh, here a new country, a country that was dedicated uh, to uh, liberty and the proposition that all men are created equal, conceived in liberty. Those are his words and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. He meant women, too. And uh, we are now engaged in a great civil war to determine whether that nation or any nation so conceived and so dedicated can long endure. See, those are the words I want. To see an experiment. And that's what he thought. It's an experiment. And I found some letters that George Washington wrote where he said the same thing. It's an experiment. That experiment existed then because even the liberals in Europe, you know, they're looking over here and they say it's a great idea in principle, but it'll never work. Uh, but we'll show them it does. That's what Washington thought. And that's what Lincoln thought. And that's what people still think today. It's an experiment that's still going on. It's that next generation and the one after that. My grandchildren and their children. They'll determine whether the experiment still works. And, of course, I am an optimist, and I'm pretty sure it will. Uh, I feel like there were two octogenarians in the White House yesterday, and the wrong one resigned. Oh, boy, good one. Um, uh, Taking in a lot of the media chatter on that thing afterwards, it seems to me that all of the people, except for... The loudest fringes on the right and left that are making the country uh, so miserable to be in right now um, liked that speech from Justice Breyer. There were loud voices on the far right who just can't possibly say anything good about anybody who's got a D next to their name under any circumstances, even though the guy was standing up for the Constitution and the American experiment and going extra non-woke by saying, when you say men, he meant women, too. I mean, which is so not popular. Standing up for Washington and Lincoln. Yeah, and then you had the left of it, you know, who who don't like the standing up. They've taken down statues of Washington and Lincoln. They've forced their town to change the name of the schools that had Washington and Lincoln on them. And you got a lefty Supreme Court justice hailing them as, you know, something to look up to. So, yeah, the fringes on both sides didn't like that. We need more people like him. 
his his politics, his the role of government and life and all that, completely different in mind. But at least he's not woke. At least he's not woke. Yeah, yeah. Hunter, you're a loser. Like I said, I thought he did a terrific job for a, a man of his age. Although at one point when he was trying to quote Lincoln, it did he got dangerously close to you know the thing. Whatever. Remember what was Biden trying to quote the Constitution or whatever? Yeah. Uh, well, who's sharper between those two? Oh, please. No contest. No right. contest. You know, that reminds me. We've got those clips of who's the congressman? Nick Freitas? Freitas, is that his name? He's a Virginia delegate, come to think of it. He had a couple of statements that I thought were were uh, worthy of discussion, uh, flowing out of what we were just saying. Give us 20, Michael. I've never gone on this floor, Mr. Speaker, and suggested that the other side of the aisle were racist because they didn't agree with my particular policy positions. Almost every day, someone on the other side of the aisle either gets up and either subtly or comes right out and suggests that if you don't agree with them on policy, well, then you're not a Christian. You're a sexist. You're a bigot. You're a racist. I'm tired of it. My constituents are tired of it. If you're going to question the faith of the intentions of anybody that happens to disagree with you on policy, then you don't get to lecture us on compassion, tolerance, or an open debate. Wow, him for whatever office he wants. That was one of the best, most concise summaries of that uh, situation I've heard. Well done, sir. He's on a roll. Hit us with 21. Many of my Democrat colleagues don't appreciate it when I get up and speak, but then again, I don't particularly appreciate them suggesting that me or my constituents are bigots because I disagree with them on tax policy. The reason why my inbox is full and my phone has been ringing off the hook with people all over the country thanking me for what I said is because this isn't just in the political realm. This is where they go to work. This is when they take their kids to school. This is when they turn on the TV and watch a football game. Tons of Americans all over the country that have been repeatedly told that if they don't buy into whatever the latest progressive talking point is today, that somehow this makes them a bigot or a bad person. And quite frankly, they expect those of us that they elect to represent them to stand up and defend them, not because they need it, but because they deserve it. Good stuff. Love the cut of his jib. Going to keep an eye on that young man. So Kanye West is allegedly spreading rumors that Pete Davidson is gay and has AIDS. If there's anybody but Kanye West, I'd think that's probably not true. But since it's Kanye West, probably sounds about right. Well, he's a little crazy-ish. A little? That's a hell of a rumor to spread. Come on, ye. Uh, Pete Davidson's doing a pretty good job with uh, hiding the fact that he's gay. Dating many of the hottest women in the pl- on the planet over the last couple of years. Yeah, well, he's overcompensating. Okay. Don Juan syndrome. Gotcha. Clearly, sure. I've read about this. Exactly what's happening. Whatevs. Um, both games on Sunday. Is that the yes, way it sir. works? Yes, okay. sir. Okay, mm-hmm. that's why Alex is free to help me move furniture tomorrow. Both the games are on Sunday. Okay, I get it. It's like I planned it that way. It is like you planned it that way. Yeah, roughly noonish and three-ish Pacific Standard Time. For those of you across the country, if you can't do the math to figure out what it is in your time zone, you probably can't understand football. Probably not that into it. Been a lot of discussion this week. I've I've had it come up in some of my favorite, newsiest, chewiest podcasts. Of when is the NFL going to fix overtime? Uh, you know what I have not heard a single human express is that their current system's fine. Not even one 
time. Well, it's because it was impossible, I think, even if you're a hardcore Chiefs fan, to watch maybe the greatest game of all time. Certainly ranks in the in the top handful of games of all time last week between the Chiefs and the Bills and, and think, well, that's fair. The other guy didn't even get to touch the ball. That That's cool. That makes hey, sense. Hey, you got to win the coin flip. Yeah, it's all about the coin flip. You got to show up prepared for the coin flip. You got to have trained. You got to have have schemed. You got to want it. To ready. That's right. The, the Chiefs wanted that coin flip more. That's why they won. <laughs> we'll finish strong next. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. President Biden talked about his long history with Breyer. We were joking with one another when he walked in. Did we ever think that he would have served decades on the court and I'd be president of the United States on the day he came in and retired? I, uh, and he looked at it. Anyway, I won't tell you what he said. I'm joking. He hit the... They hit the best part of every joke. Extra words, no energy, and explaining that it's a joke. <laughs> yes, Justice Breyer is retiring because he's so freaking old. Joe Biden was chair of the Judiciary Committee when Breyer was nominated and handled the nomination process. And Joe Biden is still in government. And, he was, and Biden was almost 50 when that happened. And he's president now. And you think as he was getting toward whatever punchline he conceivably could have been working toward, he realized, oh, the punchline is how old I am. All I'm doing is drawing attention to the fact of how old we both are, and he's retiring. So maybe I'll mutter and trail off instead. So I'm taking my kids to uh, professional bull riding tonight, and uh, they've never seen that sort of thing, and I hope they enjoy it, and I think it'll be fun, but... um, I was looking at the tickets and realized you got to be anybody over the age of two has to be vaccinated or have a very recent test. So at the venue that I'm going to, they do testing right outside the venue. So you can get your kid tested, wait around for 15 minutes, get the result and then walk in. Neither one of my kids are vaccinated. Uh, neither are most kids in America, by the way. Um, I live in an area where every kid is vaccinated. So I, I sometimes get the feeling of, am I doing something wrong? Uh only uh, a quarter of kids in America even have one shot, let alone are fully vaccinated. So the vast yeah. majority of kids are not vaccinated at all, But and neither am I. Um, maybe you agree, maybe you don't. But so to get the COVID test before you go in the venue, it's $39 a piece. So it's 80 bucks to get the two of them a quickie test that almost everybody agrees are very sketchy as to how good they are. Of detecting COVID, but right. paying the eighty bucks, somebody's making eighty dollars. I mean, I'm not trying to be a conspiracy guy here, but you're defying human nature if you don't think that plays a role in the decision at some level for whether or not you're going to make it mandatory to do this testing. Because how much money is being made just tonight? Well, I think maybe even better a description would be that the you know arbitrary rules that have been put in place by the arbitrary powers that be, uh, somebody within the system figures out a way to exploit it and make money. So Sacramento Unified School District, my kids aren't in that school district, but they had it. It was mandatory. All kids had to be fully vaccinated by January 31st or you can't come to school. That's That would be next week you can't go to school. Most of the kids aren't vaccinated, so they've decided to extend it for uh, another month, I think. 
I think that's going to happen all over the country. Now, mm-hmm. not everywhere has the mandatory vaccine for children, but... Oh, I forgot to mention my lead-in was going to be New York Times COVID numbers. The 14-day rolling average, cases are down 30%. Now, deaths wow. are still high, but that's a lagging indicator. But the Omicron wave nationally is down. It might not be over where you are, but it's going to be over soon. And now you're going to make it mandatory to get kids vaccinated, even though they're at very low risk. For this new super mild variation. variation. I, I just don't know how you justify that. Yeah, including <sighs> those who have natural immunity, which the oh, CDC yeah. itself has said is superior. Yeah, new report out of the CDC. The natural immunity is fantastic. So my kids who have natural immunity because they got COVID not that long ago, um, I have to get them vaccinated to send them to school over something they're not at risk for and is no longer even a thing. Ah, yes, and even though you're vaccinated, you can still get and carry the the bug. So how many layers of stupid do you need? Oh, right, right. It's like a seven-layer cake of stupid. I wonder if they're going to be able to pull off this mandatory vaccination because they can't close down the school. I mean, you can't have school in session with more than half the kids not there. No, they'll just keep backing down. They have uh, tried to enforce the unenforceable, uh, certainly because the people have no interest in it. They can see that there's no particular need to get their kid vaccinated for this disease, unlike some other dread diseases where it is important. Um, and so they're not going to get compliance. Hmm. Interesting. No way they double down. There's just no way. You don't think? bar 65% of their students from coming in the doors. No, I and don't maybe see that for the, And maybe for a very long time. I wish they would. I think that may be useful. It might wake up the masses of the American people to the way they're being abused. By yeah. these arbitrary and idiotic mandates. If it's a year ago or whenever that was, we're at the height of Delta and this thing's far from over and everything like that, maybe uh, you could get me to, to buy into this, but... And even then, it was going to be tough. But now, it, it's absolutely nonsensical. It's Final Thoughts, boys. That'll do, boys. Soon we'll hear your comments. Entertain us. Give us closure. For the show is nearly done. Brings a tear to my eye every time. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew to wrap things up for the day. There he is, our technical director, pressing buttons in the control room. Michelangelo, what's your final thought, Michael? Well, the next three weekends are going to be full of food and partying. I got the championship games this weekend. I got the Pro Bowl next week. And then I got the Super Bowl. So a lot of fun. How about young Alex, our behind-the-scenes producer? Alex, you have a final thought for I us? I do. I've heard great things about his bean dip. Can't wait to try mm. it. I was five for six in the divisional or in the wild card round. I was three of four last weekend. Here are my picks for this. You're weekend. a lock. 49ers will upset the Rams. Ooh. Chiefs will meet with the 49ers in the Super Bowl, mm. and we have a rematch from two years ago. There you go. Oh wow. Interesting. Jackie, final thought for us? So I think a lot of us have probably been in this situation. Alex is helping me move some furniture this weekend. Some of this furniture that I'll be moving, you couldn't give it away. A lot of this furniture. Not only is it not worth anything if you tried to sell it, I mean, not much, you couldn't give it away because used furniture is worth nothing, as we all know. But I'm, you know, but you move it around, you pay people to move it around. It's it's a weird thing with furniture. It's worthless 
But if you had to replace right. it, it would take money. It would take a fair amount of money. I mean, you, you got to sit on something, so I might as well sit on this worthless couch right. and move it to a new place as opposed to buy another one. My final thought is, uh, Neil, Neil Young, I don't look to songwriters for censorship, especially not longtime liberal songwriters for censorship. I don't look to epidemiologists for public policy. I don't look to school boards for medical advice. I just, everybody needs to stay in their damn lane. Get in your lane! God, the oversized... uh belief in self that celebrities have is just unbelievable. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank. So little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. You can email us. If there's something you see over the weekend we ought to be talking about, send it along. A mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Got some A&G swag, some great hot links for you to click on. Stories we talked about, some we didn't. Armstrongandgetty.com. Here's a prediction. Does Putin invade Ukraine over the weekend? I don't know. See you on Monday. God bless America. There'll be order in the house. I think that you may be over-egging the pudding a bit. You're going to enter a problem. I expected more. Okay. And when it's over, it is over. It is over. Do you understand? No! Oh, this is gay. Come on. Uh, you know. Halabadakabker. <laughs> I do not know this Halabadakabker, Mr. President. Sir. I'm joking. On that high note, thank you all very much. Bye. Have a great Friday, you mother. Uh, Armstrong and Getty.